0: Becky attended her high school reunion last weekend. Hello. All of her friends seemed to be doing really well in life. Connor showed up wearing clothes from expensive brands. Hello. Matilda had not just one, but two of the latest smartphones. Oh. Tom showed up in a fancy sports car, and Beth was wearing a luxurious watch on her wrist. Take a good look at Becky's friends. Can you tell who is really rich? well let's see if you look closely connor didn't take off the tags from his clothes this probably means that he's planning on returning them after the reunion yeah matilda's phones are fake look at the label it's just a copy of the original brand
1: Ah.
0: and beth's watch is way bigger than her wrist which means that the watch is not really hers so tom is probably the richest person at the reunion
1: oh yeah.
0: amy's favorite band is in town and she really wants to go to their concert She asks her stepmother if she can go Mm. But she says she will only allow Amy to go if she does a series of things for her The first thing the stepmother asks is for Amy to bring her some water in a colander Mm. To get this right, Amy needs to think outside the box Can you help Amy figure out how she can do that? Amy needs to freeze some water and put the cubes in the colander. Technically, frozen water is still water, right? Next, her stepmother asks Amy to pick out the perfect evening dress for her. Amy walks into her stepmother's closet and there are three dresses, a red, a green and a blue. Mm. Take a look at the picture, which dress should Amy choose? if you look closely the button on the blue dress is about to come off the green dress has a big paint stain on it so amy should pick the red dress yes! before amy can take the dress to her stepmother the woman enters the room she sees the stain on the dress and starts to shout at amy how could you do this to my dress but amy says she didn't do anything wrong and that the paint was already there when she walked into the closet yes! the stepmother asks amy to find the culprit If she could figure out who had stained her dress then amy could go to the concert okay the three main suspects are amy's stepsisters ella bella and gabriella they don't like amy so it's likely that one of them splashed paint on their mother's dress in order to frame her when the stepsisters are out of the house amy sneaks into their bedroom to try to find the culprit take a look at the room the first bed belongs to ella the second belongs to bella and the third bed belongs to gabriella can you tell who did it it was Gabriella. her bed is the third one on the left and if you look closely it has a bucket of paint under it Uh Emily and Barbara are getting ready for a girl's night out they are putting on makeup and getting their hair done they have pretty similar tastes and their things look pretty much the same Mm. but one of them has more money than the other looking at the image can you tell which one has the more expensive stuff Take a look at Barbara. Her dress kind of gives it away since it's obviously a knockoff. Mm. So Emily is the one with the more expensive stuff. Harry decided to backpack around the world on his own. Yeah. On the plane, he sat next to a girl. He asked her where she was from, yes. but instead of answering, she showed him two emojis on her cell phone. Oh. Take a look at the image. Can you tell which country the girl is from? let's see that's an iron and a piece of land i guess she's from ireland as soon as harry landed in paris he went strolling along the streets to find a place to stay he found a cute little hotel and decided to go inside big mistake why take a look at the window on the last floor it looks like there's a ghost yikes. I'd look for another place to stay if I were him. (laughs) After he found a better hotel to stay in, he decided to get lunch. He ordered the classic French onion soup, but when his dish came, it was filled with cockroaches. He called the restaurant's manager to tell them about the incident. The manager said, this is unacceptable. I will find the person who did this and fire them immediately. There were three suspects. The cook said that he had prepared the soup as usual. It was okay when he passed it to the waiter. The waiter said that he hadn't touched the soup. He just served it to Harry, and hurried to take the order from another table. The manager also questioned the cleaner, who said that he had spent the last hours cleaning the bathroom and had no idea what the fuss was about. Can you tell who is guilty? No one! Look at the ventilation system. It's full of roaches. They must have crawled out of it and fallen into Harry's soup. Yikes. There are three passengers in the business class of an international flight that is headed towards Rome. Take a look at these three people. Hmm. The first lady looks pretty well-dressed. She's wearing a luxurious designer handbag and is texting on her expensive phone. Hello. The guy in the middle is working with stock charts on his laptop. And the third guy is enjoying a cup of coffee while reading an article in the Financial Times. Can you tell which one is the real billionaire? Let's see. The woman may look well-dressed, but if you see the tag on her clothes, it says, 100% polyester. It's unlikely that a billionaire would wear something like this. (laughs) The guy working with stock charts is wearing old, ripped shoes. I doubt that's a fashion choice, so he's probably not a billionaire. Oh. That leaves us the last guy. If you look closely, the article he is reading is about him. The title of the article is The World's Newest Billionaire. I guess we found our guy, huh? (laughs) Detective Smith was called to investigate a burglary at the city's museum. A priceless diamond disappeared, and the thief left no trace behind. After analyzing the museum's security cameras, Detective Smith gathered three suspects. The security guard, the museum's curator, and a visitor. The security guard said he only left his post during lunchtime, and he could swear that the diamond still wasn't missing at that time. Hmm. The museum curator spent the day guiding a tour of the museum for a foreign group. Hmm. They came to see the diamond at the beginning of the tour, and it was still shining bright in its place. The visitor said he only popped in for a quick visit, and didn't even pass through the Metzi aisle where the diamond was kept. Hmm. After these three interviews, Detective Smith found the thief. Can you tell who it was? It was the visitor. First of all, he knew the exact location of the diamond inside the museum. Plus, take a look at that string he's fiddling with in his left hand. Detective Smith pulled it from under his sleeve and voila, the diamond was attached to it. I guess he didn't have time to go home and get rid of the diamond, huh? Julie and her friends decided to spend the weekend at a cabin in the woods. They arrived on Friday evening and spent the night playing board games and telling spooky stories. When they woke up on Saturday morning they found that someone had stolen all their food supply. The door's glass was shattered. But other than that, there were no signs of who could have done it. Hmm. So the group decided to search the surrounding woods to see if they could find the culprit. Take a good look at the scene the group stumbled upon and see if you can find out who took their food. What's that at the left corner? Those look like bear footprints, huh? And not just one, but rather an entire family of bears. Oh, and they even left an Oreo wrapper on the ground as evidence. Yep, these grizzlies were the culprits for sure. Atlas woke up in the attic of an abandoned house. He tried to find a way out of the house, but all he could find was a room with three doors. Each door hit a different danger. The windows and floor behind the first door were made entirely of magnifying glass, which meant that the sunlight would probably burn him if he entered. The second door hid a room full of poisonous gas, and behind the third door was a hungry lion. What should Atlas do to escape? He should wait until it's nighttime and use the first door. Sydney told her mom that her gymnastics team would go to a sports camp for the weekend. She asked her mom to help her pack a bag for the trip. Her mother packed everything she thought her daughter would need. When Sydney came back from the weekend, she was telling her mother all about the trip. But somewhere during the conversation, she asked her mother why she hadn't packed a toothbrush. The mother immediately knew Sydney was lying about where she had really been that weekend. Hmm. How? Because Sydney's mother did pack a toothbrush, but she put it under Sydney's gymnastics clothes. If Sydney had really gone camping, she would have used the clothes and found the toothbrush. Kimberly discovered three bags in an old attic along with a note. The note said that there were one million dollars inside one of the bags. It also said that the two other bags were empty. She only had one chance to figure out which bag had the cash, and she could trust that one of the messages written on the bags was true. On the first bag, it said, the cash is not here. On the second bag, it was written, the cash is not here. The last bag read, the cash is in the second bag. If you were Kimberly, which bag would you choose? You should choose the first bag. If only one of the clues is true, then the money is in the first bag. The police have been after mr burke for many years trying to prove he's involved in illicit activities but they never managed to catch him one day detective lawrence decided to make a surprise visit to mr burke's office as soon as the detective arrived mr burke's secretary said he was away on a business trip Hmm. the detective asked to see mr burke's office and took a picture of it but he wasn't allowed to touch anything without a warrant so Detective Lawrence went back to the station and got a warrant. When he returned to Mr. Burke's office, he noticed someone had been in there. Take a look at both pictures and try to find out what Detective Lawrence saw. The desk lamp is tilted and the books are in different places. Someone definitely was in that room. Detective Lawrence decided to search Mr. Burke's entire office. In one room he found there were footprints up until the middle of the room and then they disappeared the only window of the room was open oh no detective lawrence shouted i can't believe he escaped again he took a picture of the room and took it to the police station at the station he showed the picture to the other detectives and one of them said he had cracked the case take a look at the picture how did the detective solve the case The detective understood that Mr. Burke was a shapeshifter. This explains why the footprints didn't reach the window. Plus, look at all the bird food on the floor. He probably shapeshifted into a bird and escaped.
2: Jenny and Ben were about to get married. They wanted to book a hotel for their wedding ceremony in the party. So they went to a wedding planner to look at some options. She told them only three hotels were available for the day they wanted and showed them the pictures. Which one should they choose? Take a closer look at the third floor windows of the first hotel. In the last window on the right, there's a creepy shadow of a monster that appears and disappears. Five stars or not, no one would like to get married in a haunted place unless they're an Adams Family member. In the third hotel, only has two stars. It probably doesn't have the facilities to host a wedding, so the best choice is the second hotel. Great choice, the wedding planner said, and you're in luck because they actually have a great discount offer. If you can answer this riddle correctly, you won't have to pay for the ballroom rental. Here it is. Those who have it, do not say it. Those who take it, do not know it. Those who know it, do not want it. What is it? Do you know the answer? It's fake money. The next day, Ben and Jenny went to the hotel to pick the best ballroom for their party. The hotel manager took them to three different rooms where they could host everything, from the ceremony itself to the dinner and after-party. Which one should they pick? Do you see a little mouse hole in the corner of the first ballroom? The couple wouldn't want such uninvited guests at their party. As for the second ballroom, the chandelier looks like it might fall down any minute. Not the safest option. So they should pick the third ballroom. It was time for Ben and Jenny to pick the wedding menu. Since they were not paying for the venue, they wanted to spare no expense in serving food that the guests would never forget. That's why they called three different Michelin star chefs. Each of them prepared a different dish and presented them for a tasting. Which chef, and therefore, which dish, should they go for? Even though the dish the second chef made looks perfectly fine, do you see a rat's tail hanging from his chef's hat? There must be some ratatouille situation going on there. So that's a pass. The third dish looks like spaghetti, right? Well, look again those are actually very thin snakes. Exotic flavors might not be the best option, so they better go with the classical burger that the first chef made. Before they made their wedding vows, Jenny had to say yes to a dress. So she went to a couture store to check their wedding gown collection. She explained to the designer the style of the dress she wanted for her ceremony. The designer said he had just the perfect gown for her and would bring it to her if she answered his riddle correctly. He asked, if a gown takes an hour to dry, how many hours will it take 6 dresses to dry? It'll still take one hour because they'll all dry at the same time. Ben had one last item to buy on his wedding shopping list. And it was, what fastens two people, yet touches only one? Can you figure out what it is? It's a wedding ring, of course. Ben headed to a jewelry store to get something blue for his bride. The store owner showed him three different wedding rings with blue gemstones. Which one should he buy? The second ring has an engraving inside, so it must have belonged to someone else before. The gemstone on the third ring has a tiny crack in it. That can only mean it's made of glass or even plastic, so Ben should buy the first ring with a sapphire. Next. Ben and Jenny were going to send out invitations. One print shop offered them three different versions of invitations. Which one should they choose? Do you remember the name of the hotel they booked? It was Sunrise Lodge. But the first invitation says, Sunset Lodge. So this one won't do. And on the third invitation, their names are printed as Benny and Jen. That's not our couple. So they should choose the second invitation. Before the wedding, three of their friends paid them a visit. One of them brought a painting as a wedding gift. But all three claimed that they were the artist who had created it. Two of them must be lying. Can you figure out who the actual artist is? Take a look at the signature on the painting. It says, Denise. Now look at the third friend's necklace. It has the letter D. So she must be Denise, the artist who painted the painting. It was finally the day of the wedding, and Ben and Jenny's guests started to arrive. However, the hotel security spotted three suspicious-looking people who could be uninvited. Take a look at these three guys. Can you tell which one is not supposed to be at the wedding? Do you see the hotel wristbands that say Ben and Jenny that the second and the third guys are wearing? That can only mean they are actually invited. So it's the first guy who's crushing the wedding. Sorry dude, no free drinks for you. After the vows were exchanged, it was time to party. As Ben and Jenny were dancing, someone spilled their drink on Jenny's dress, but no one saw who it was. Jenny spotted three people who could have done it. Take a look at them. Can you tell who ruined her dress? The first guy has spots on his shirt that resemble stains from the spilled drink, but they are actually part of the pattern, so it can't be him. The third lady looks clean, but the hem of the second lady's skirt looks dirty, so it must be her who did it. After the ceremony ended, Ben and Jenny wanted to take a photo to capture the moment forever. But take a look at it, there's something strange about it. Can you spot what it is? Can you see a woman hiding behind the trees, watching them? She is wearing a witch hat, but it's a wedding ceremony and not a costume party. Creepy! Right before leaving, Jenny suddenly vanished. Then the witch suddenly appeared in front of Ben and said, You may only kiss the bride if you figure out with whom you really tied the knot. <laughs> then two Jennies appeared in front of Ben. Can you tell which one is his real wife? Remember the wedding photo? The Jenny on the left is the real one because her tattoo is on the same side as in the photo. Now that Ben and Jenny's wedding was over, phew, it was time for them to pick a honeymoon destination. They went to a travel agency to book a tour. The travel agent offered them three different holiday destinations, Ibiza, Cannes, and the Caribbeans. Which one should they go to? Have you noticed the weather forecast on TV in the office? It states that the weather in Ibiza is going to be windy in the upcoming days, and in Cannes, it's going to be rainy, so they should pick the Caribbeans and enjoy the sun. The travel agent said she could upgrade their plane tickets to business class for free. It would be her wedding gift to them. But they had to crack this riddle. What can travel around the world while staying in a corner?
0: Oliver is walking in the rain. Suddenly, he sees a woman without an umbrella or hat. But she's not getting wet at all. How is this possible? The woman is walking inside a covered area, such as a covered sidewalk. Four friends go hiking and take a picture by the lake. Can you spot anything weird? guy doesn't have any reflection in the water. Sarah checks into a fancy hotel. She feels very hungry, but unfortunately, Sarah missed the dinner hours. That's why she calls room service and orders a vegan dinner set. Fifteen minutes later, someone knocks on her door. She looks through the peephole first. Sarah. Oh great, a fake waitress! How did she know? the waitress is fake because she didn't know that Sarah ordered a vegan meal. Kelly and Kim start a quarrel on the plane. It's Kim's private jet, so she wants everything to be her way. But Kelly gets mad at her. She runs up to the exit door, opens it and jumps out. It happens so fast that the crew don't have time to do anything. Kelly doesn't have a parachute. She breaks her leg but survives. How come? plane had already landed. Nick is driving down the road and his car runs out of gas. He sees a cabin in the woods and decides to ask for help. When he gets there, he finds three people inside. They offer to help him, but only if he agrees to stay there forever. Why? Nick stumbled upon a group of runaway criminals. They're afraid that he would tell others about their location. Early in the morning, Detective Robinson receives a call from his neighbor, Ethan. Ethan, please come as soon as possible. Someone attacked my wife. Robinson arrives at Ethan's house and sees this scene. Can you guess what happened to his wife? Take a look at the calendar on the wall. They pranked the detective because it was April 1st. The city has been taken over by zombies. Let's take a look at this group. Only one of these zombies is a male. Can you guess who? The first zombie is wearing a bra. And the second one has a badge with a female picture and name. Therefore, only the third zombie is a male. Tom works in a secret agency specializing in people with psychic abilities. He's having an interview with three people claiming to be superheroes, but only one of them really possesses some supernatural powers. Can you help him spot this person? Take a look at the third lady. She's holding her phone with the power of her mind without even touching it. Stella and Bella go on vacation. They take two pictures on the beach. Can you spot 10 differences between them? You can pause the video if you need additional time. Ready to see all the 10 differences? Here they are. Steve arrives at work and turns on the corporate laptop. Oh no! someone has changed the password steve looks around and finds a sticker with a clue 32 18 and 29 he enters the number but it doesn't work can you help him crack the code steve should literally enter three twos one eight and two nines through underscores 222 8 99 Gabriel is an art teacher. He enters the studio to check his students' work. One of these people is a ghost. Can you guess who? It's the model. She's posing for a portrait, but everyone sees through her. Dan wakes up in a creepy cage. He needs to figure out a five-number code to escape. He only has this picture as a clue. Can you help Dan crack the code? To solve this mystery, we need to count the number of legs that each object in this picture has. The human has two legs, the fish has zero, the ladybug has six, the dog has four, and finally the spider has eight legs. So the correct code is 20648. Alex went hiking and got lost in the woods. The sun had already set when he finally found a road. Three drivers stop and offer him a ride to the nearest village. Can you help Alex choose the safest option? There's a zombie arm sticking out of the second car's trunk, and the third driver has suspicious pointy ears and shiny eyes, so he's probably a werewolf. Therefore, Alex should probably trust the first driver. I'm very easy to lift but very hard to throw. What am I? I'm a feather. Kim downloads a dating app hoping to find her true love. She likes these three men equally. They begin to chat and the guys send her some selfies. Each man claims to be single. But in fact, only one of them doesn't have a girlfriend. Can you guess who? Brian sent Kim a cute bathroom selfie. But take a closer look at his shelf. He has one male razor and another pink razor, which probably belongs to his girlfriend. So goodbye, Brian. Meanwhile, Kyle took a selfie in his bedroom. Luckily, he left the closet open so we could see his girlfriend's clothes and shoes. So only Harry is a single person, and Kim should give him a chance. Jenny goes for a walk to her favorite park. Suddenly, she gets attacked by a crowd of zombies. Jenny gets terrified and begins to run away. There are three possible routes in front of her, but only one of them will actually take Jenny to a shelter. Can you help her escape? Jenny should choose route C. Ethan owns a successful flower shop, but today he's very upset. Someone has stolen all the red roses from the storage room. Ethan questions three suspects among his staff. Leah the chief florist says, I spent the whole day creating bouquets with pink lilies for a wedding ceremony. Donna the manager says, I don't know who stole the roses. I didn't even enter the storage room today. I was consulting our clients all day long. And finally, Mike the florist's assistant says, Fresh red roses were delivered early in the morning. I brought them to the storage room, and I've never entered it again. Who's lying? Leah. There are no pink lilies in the bouquets that she made. Lauren changes a six-number password on the office door to avoid thefts. She leaves this little clue for all her colleagues. Bagel. Can you guess the correct code? To solve this mystery, we should calculate the number of each given letter in the alphabet. B implies 2, A implies 1, G7, and so on. So the final password is 217512. Helen meets a handsome guy at a supermarket. She falls in love at first sight. His name is Robert, and he came here with his sister. Can you guess which one of these ladies is his sister? It's the third woman. She's the only one who's shopping without a separate card or basket because Robert carries it. A police officer is chasing Kendra who had just robbed a jewelry store. The teenager sneaks into the nearest school, and the officer follows her. She notices Kendra's hoodie by one of the doors and enters the classroom. There she sees four students who look like Kendra. Can you decide who's the real robber? This one is Kendra. She has neither books nor pens on her desk. Let's go ahead and take a look at these two pictures. Can you spot ten differences between them? Ready to see the solution? Here are the ten differences. It's a Sunday afternoon. Most people are spending it at the local shopping mall. Nothing usually happens here but suddenly a man snatches a woman's bag and runs away. The woman calls a security guard and yells, Don't just stand here! Go after him! But the thief has already disappeared into the crowd. Can you help the guard find the thief? He's over here. Sam gets promoted and throws a fancy party for his best friends. Josh... Kate, Brad, Bill, and Holly. Everything goes great. But the next morning, Sam finds out that someone broke into his safe and stole his family treasure, a golden egg. Sam questions his friends, but each swears to have nothing to do with the theft. The police officer looks through the pictures that Sam took yesterday. After comparing these two shots, he spots the thief. What about you? Yesterday, Holly was wearing a classy hat. In the first picture, the hat is pressed close to her head. And on the second one, the very same hat is much taller. That's because she hid the golden egg inside it. Violet returns from a business trip. She enters her office and sees a beautiful gift basket on her table. There's a love note from a secret admirer attached to the package. Violet gets very curious. She figures out three suspects, and asks them just one question. Did you send me the gift basket? Liam replies, Nope, I would have sent you sunflowers instead. I know you love them. Jason says, I overslept today, and I've just arrived at the office, so I wouldn't have had time to prepare a surprise for you. And Kenny says, I didn't send the basket, but when I entered your room in the morning to put some documents on your desk, the basket was already there. Who's the secret admirer? The love note is written on a pink sticker. Kenny has similar sticker notes in his workspace, and his handwriting is very similar to the love note. Busted! Tyler receives a message from his new girlfriend Kitty. She invites him over for dinner. Tyler has never been to her house yet. He takes his scooter and hits the road right away. But unfortunately, he gets lost on the way. His navigator breaks down and shows him three confusing routes. Can you guess what route leads to Kitty's house? Tyler should take the first route. Alex is heading to a family dinner, but he's really broke and he only has eight chocolates. He needs to divide them equally between his three sisters. How many cookies would each sister get? Zero. Alex has chocolates, not cookies. Nellie's father has five daughters. The name of the eldest daughter is April. The second daughter is May. The third one is June. And the fourth daughter's name is July. Can you guess the name of his fifth daughter? Nellie a gardening fair takes place in a village the top five local gardeners show their best flowers but one of them brought fake plants to prank the villagers can you spot the fake bumblebees fly around all the plants except for the fourth flower pot insects don't get attracted to these roses because they're artificial Dylan is exploring a remote forest area. Soon he gets lost and has no idea where to go. Luckily, he comes across a small cabin in the woods and sees a forester, Dylan. Hello, could you please tell me how I can get to the railway station? Forester, go down this trail until you reach a crossroads. There, you'll see a rock with signboards. Just remember, the left one lies and the right one tells the truth. Dylan follows his advice and soon finds the rock. Can you guess which way he should go to reach the station? Since the left sign is lying and the right one is the truth, Dylan should walk straight ahead. Claire puts on a classy white suit and goes for a walk. Suddenly a big dog pops out of nowhere and jumps on her. The dog stains Claire's outfit with dirty paws she gets furious and yells whose dog is this can you spot the owner of this animal
1: it's the second lady she's wearing the same collar as her dog now foggy is a friendly ghost living in the attic of an old house every night he goes for a refreshing walk around the house for four hours Foggy doesn't like one month of the year, because that month, he gets to walk around way less than the previous months. What's the month and why? It's February. There are just 28 days and nights in February, and 29 on the luckiest years. So fewer nights and less time for Foggy to walk around. Just a month ago, Autumn and her family moved into a new house. Everyone loved it, but Autumn was sure that the house was haunted. She doesn't know it yet, but our old friend Foggy is the ghost that lives in her attic. He is a friendly ghost, so once he left her a message written on a mirror. Autumn woke up and saw this. Can you help her read the message? It's a code. Autumn should ignore the numbers and only look at the letters. The note says, Do not be afraid. I am foggy. And who are you? Right before Halloween, when everyone was dressed up and carefree, all the creatures flooded a little town trying to blend in. Detective Callum was on duty to identify all the imposters and keep an eye on them. He has a couple of leads. And your task is to help him find all the monsters. Deal? The first one we need to find is a vampire. The vampire lives in one of these two houses. Can you tell which one? Look, there is garlic hanging in this house. Vampires can't stand garlic. They prefer cilantro. So it cannot be a vampire's house. So the vampire lives in this one. Perfect, let's move on. One of these houses belongs to a centaur. Do you have any idea which one? Hmm, it must be this one. Pay closer attention to the path to the house. There are footprints of horse hooves. Centaurs have an upper body of a human, but a lower body of a horse, which explains the prince. The centaurs must be living here. The next one we need to track is a mummy. Take a closer look at these two apartments. Where does the mummy reside? Now, did you notice the bandages all over the room here? It must belong to the mummy, so I bet that's his place. Now it's time to track the cyclops. Keep your eye out and make your best guess. Did you notice this strange object in this room? It looks like a pair of glasses, but it only has one lens. Well, that's because it belongs to a cyclops. They only have one eye. So that must be his place. Okay, we only have one last creature to identify, a gnome. Here are two apartments. Which one does the gnome live in? Did you notice that the mirror in this apartment hangs a bit too low? That's because gnomes are short. He must be living here. Other creatures that have flooded the town are robots. For Halloween, some people started to dress up like them, too. Look at these three people. Can you find the fake robot? their footprints. The robot on the left has human footprints in the beginning that only later change into tire patterns. He must be the fake robot. Let's train your eyes a bit. Here are Halloween emojis. All of them but one has a pair. Can you find the one that doesn't have a pair? Great job! Here it is. Okay, one more time. Now there are even more emojis. Do you see the unique one? Here it is. Good! Now let's proceed. A month before Halloween, Daphne moved into a new modern house that was built in the early 2000s. It was a great house, but Daphne got it for a very low price because it was believed to be haunted. The girl didn't believe in that, so it didn't bother her one bit. On Halloween night, she returned home after midnight. When she walked into her room, she saw a ghost floating there. The ghost looked at Daphne and said, You know what? You can't live here. It's my house. I've lived here for a hundred years, and you're making me uncomfortable. Daphne said that the ghost was lying. Why? The house was built in the early 2000s, so it's barely 20 years old. The ghost couldn't have lived there for 100 years. That's right, ghosts lie. It is Halloween night, full moon, all the creepy things, But Eslin went to an abandoned spooky house in the woods alone. As soon as she walked in, the door behind her got shut and locked. She wandered around the house and found three doors leading out, but they didn't seem safe. Behind the first door, there was a werewolf. Behind the second door, there was a zombie. Behind the third door, there was a ghost. Which way is safer for her to choose? Eslin should definitely choose the third door. Ghosts may be spooky, but they can't do her any real harm. Of course, Eslin wasn't the only one who went to the house that night. Another student, Colton, dressed in the silver armor of a knight, decided to explore the spooky house, too. Just like with Eslin, the door got shut behind him right after he stepped into the house. He found three ways out, too. Behind the first door, there was a vampire. Behind the second door, there was a huge dragon who hates strangers. Behind the third door, there was a huge cyclops that would crash anyone who walks in. Which way should Colton choose to stay safe? Luckily for him, he is dressed as a knight in silver armor. Vampires are afraid of silver, so the first way is totally safe for Colton. On Halloween night, Kennedy wanted to spend the evening with her boyfriend, but her dad was against her dating anyone. To go around it, she lied that she was going to trick-or-treat with her friends and promised to be home by midnight. She returned at 11.30 p.m. Yet her dad got mad at her and demanded to tell him where she really was. Wow! How did he understand that Kennedy didn't go trick-or-treating? She returned with an empty candy basket. Outside of town, hidden in the woods, there is a house where a group of friends live. A mummy, a mermaid, a ghost, a werewolf, and a witch. Every Halloween, they eat candy. There are five creatures, but this year they only have four chocolate bars, and they don't know how to split them equally. Maybe you have an idea? They should split each one of the four bars into five pieces, and then each creature gets a piece from each bar. This way, everyone will eat exactly four pieces of chocolate. Now that monsters and humans live next to each other, let's try to identify who is who. I will be showing you photos, and your task is to find a monster in each photo. Here's the first one. Can you find the monster? Look, this guy's skin is green. He's definitely not a human. Here is the next photo for you. Be attentive. Do you see someone who is not a human here? This girl in the swimming pool is a mermaid. (laughs) Good job! Okay, here's one more. It's quite hard, but I believe in you. Who do you think is not a human here? Look, this woman doesn't cast a shadow. Now, this is not normal for a human being, so she must be some other creature. Great job! Here's another one for you. Which one do you bet isn't a human? This person is carrying a wand. She must be a witch. This is probably the hardest one. You have to keep your eyes wide open. A photo of a local cafe. Do you see something suspicious? Look, there's a glass of blood in the air, as if someone's drinking it. It must be the vampire who's drinking it but the vampire isn't in the photo because they
3: can't be photographed. Uh technicalities. Nancy and Mike were going to the Carnival of Riddles, which was scheduled to be in their town during the weekend. It was a very popular carnival that was traveling the country, and everybody was so excited. So, when they arrived, they saw a very long line, and it seemed like they had to wait for many hours to be able to get in. But the ticket salesman left his booth and walked in front of the crowd. He said that he was going to give a riddle to everyone. Since this was the carnival of riddles, those who could answer correctly would be able to get inside earlier than others. The riddle was this. I am the beginning of eternity. I am the end of time and space. I am the start of every end. I am the end of every place. What am I? The answer is the letter E. Nancy and Mike were so happy that they knew the answer and didn't have to wait to get in. But even though they were able to move in front of the line, they still had to pay for the tickets. But they were so expensive. The salesman offered them another riddle. If they could answer it, he would give them a 50% discount. I have an X number of candy apples. If I count them by threes, the remainder is two. If I count them by fives, the remainder is three. If I count them by sevens, the remainder is two. How many candy apples do I have? Mike was kind of a genius, so he knew the answer immediately. Do you? The answer is 23. Nancy and Mike were glad to have been able to save some cash to buy snacks. Nancy wanted to get something sweet for herself and her brother. So, they went to the candy booth. They had three options to choose from. They could either buy cotton candy, candy cane, or a candy apple. Which one should they pick? Take a closer look at the cotton candy. There's a teeny tiny spider stuck inside. Yikes! And did you notice that little apple worm inside the candy apple? That's never good. So, they should buy the candy cane. Before leaving the candy booth, Mike wanted to get a gumball too. However, when he inserted his coin into the gumball vending machine, he realized that something was strange. Hey, Do you see it too? look inside the machine carefully not everything in there is a gumball this and that are eggs how weird is that hey after eating their candy they came upon a tent with a sign that said enter if you want to see real magic they were intrigued so they decided to walk in there were three different magicians the first was holding cards in his hands then he made them disappear The second one also had cards, but he was making them levitate. And the third one put a pen through a card, but the card was unharmed after. Only one of them was capable of real magic, and the others were just doing tricks. Can you tell who? Take a closer look at the first magician's sleeves. You can see a corner of the card. He didn't make them disappear, he just hid them. The second magician's cards are attached to a clear thread. You can notice it from where the sunlight hits. So the third one is the real deal. Mike was a fan of all things scary, so he convinced his sister to take the haunted house ride. As their cart moved inside the dark tunnel, they encountered three different monsters along the way. A zombie, a ghost, and a mummy. Little did they know that one of them was a real monster. Can you tell which one? Take a look at the zombie. Its makeup is kind of melting, which means that it must be an actor. As for the mummy, look at his ankle. His skin slightly shows under all that mummy gauze. So he must be a dressed up actor as well. That makes the ghost the real monster so creepy nancy didn't enjoy the haunted house ride she wanted her next ride to be something relaxing so she chose the carousel mike decided to skip this one to explore the carnival more they agreed to meet later when nancy arrived at the carousel she saw that all the horse seats were taken except three but only one of them looked safe to sit on which one is that The second horse mount is cracked. It's not wise to pick that one. And the third horse is slowly moving back and forth even though the carousel is not rotating yet. Its screws must be loose or something. So, she should choose the first one. It's the cutest one anyway. As Nancy was enjoying the carousel, Mike decided to check out the Hall of Mirrors. The information board said that only one person was allowed inside. Mike entered and had so much fun enjoying all the funny reflections of himself on the weird mirrors. But then, suddenly, he screamed with fear. Why is that? Take a closer look at the mirror reflections. One of them doesn't belong to Mike. So he is apparently not the only one inside, even though the sign said he would be. Mike was so scared of the unexpected reflection, he ran out of the hall of mirrors immediately. But as he did, he tripped on a stone and twisted his ankle. So he decided to visit the first aid tent to get some ice. When he walked in, he saw that the nurse was in panic and in no condition to help him out because there were three pregnant women sitting in front of her, all claiming they were going to give birth now. However, Mike noticed that one of them was lying and faking her pregnancy. Can you tell who? Girl number three is clearly the liar. Take a look at the ultrasound picture in her hand. It has the first girl's name on it. She must have stolen it from her, so she's only pretending to be pregnant. Once the real pregnant ladies left for the hospital, Mike was able to get some ice for his ankle and went to meet his sister. At that moment, they heard an announcement coming from the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, gather up to see the strongest man alive. Don't believe me? I'm not lying! Here he comes! See him with your own eyes! Nancy and Mike wanted to see who this man was, so they joined the crowd. A muscular-looking man entered the stage. He said, I will prove to you how strong I am by breaking this thing with my bare hands. But first, you have to guess what it is. Here is my riddle to you. There was a greenhouse. Inside the greenhouse, there was a white house. Inside the white house, there was a red house. Inside the red house, there were lots of little ones. Nancy knew the answer, so she yelled it out. Can you guess? It's a watermelon, and the strongman was able to break it with his bare hands indeed. So cool! Nancy and Mike were tired, so they decided to call it a day and go home. But before that, they wanted to get a souvenir from the carnival. They picked a beautiful fridge magnet. When they paid for it, the gift shop salesman put three cups upside down on the table and placed their money under one of them. He said he would give their money back and the magnet for free if they could guess which cup had their money after he performed his trick. Watch carefully. Nancy knew where the money was immediately. How about you? It's here. You thought it was under this one, right? Watch it in slow motion again. Do you see the salesman putting the money under that one with a quick hand movement? Nancy noticed that. What a fun day.